0: Kroger fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: It was the sidewalk. Apes it was, fell on nothing. I know. I fell on the sidewalk. <laughs> there was a there was like a you know what? <laughs> I know him. They, <laughs> they put a they put a construction cone there after, after yeah. I fell to show the difference in
0: the height of the sidewalk. But you could still fall on it. I did that. Mm-hmm. You could still fall on it, because you're kind of like, where's the construction at? And then you trip. (laughs) I tripped. (laughs) Well, the best
2: part is, your ass brought us all together. It did!
0: did. My ass, yay! Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So, do you want to explain the story that brought us all together? Okay. Speaking of us. I say go for it. so, So, I guess I should tell everybody who us is. So, it's Martise, April, of course, and we have David Fairhead. Thank you. On the pop-off with Mortis today. <laughs> and David runs Society 13. Sort of. With Nelson. <clears throat> Nelson, I feel like, is kind of like the Wizard of Oz. He is. He's,
2: he's like the, the man, man behind b- the curtain. Yes, he is, but not really. When okay. you meet him, you'll love him.
0: Okay. Oh, not that I... Yeah, it, it, okay.
2: he's, he's, yeah, he's very mysterious lady. He's a tall oh, guy, yeah, guy, too, isn't he? Oh, they're all huge. I am the shortest one, and I'm oh. 6'1". What is with these... All
1: right, Amazonians, Amazon we were, men. How do we have
2: gigantic men.
1: I don't know.
2: <laughs> on society 13. I have okay. no idea.
1: Okay, so April, tell okay. tell everybody how we all met. So um, last year, I was a co-producer of the Living Dead Weekend, which is held in Evans City, um we're having another one this year and everybody has to
0: come because it's amazing. And it's a celebration of all things. Romero. I sold
2: out of all my stuff.
0: And we will definitely talk about, uh, the living dead festival. Mm-hmm. More. Mm-hmm. But,
1: um, as I was rounding a corner, um, I tripped over the sidewalk over nothing, I guess. Um, <laughs> which I have that amazing ability to just trip over <laughs> nothing. um, but I tripped, and I fell, and I landed very hard, and I actually landed mm. in front of David's tent.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, as he and Salone uh, ever so gallantly came running over to make sure that <laughs> I was okay. It painful. It was very painful. I, it was, it was I, I, I laughed laugh. a little. But you laughed. No, she laughed, too. She laughed. La- you have to laugh. laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was completely mortified. But um, this came out of it. As, yes. mell- as well as so many other wonderful things. So, yes, my ass and my elbow brought us all together. Uh, how's your elbow? It's, it's wonderful. I have a little battle
0: scar, oh, God. but it's very tiny, yes. <laughs> so, at your tent, I bought one of your books, Yes. which I haven't read yet. No. Oh, okay. I did read your comic book, though, <gasps> the newest one, Demon Eye. You got that it. That is the newest one. You right? got it? Yeah.
2: Okay, thank God it came on time. Yes.
0: Okay. I got it, and I read it, and I expect you to sign it before okay. you leave today. Of course I Um... So do you want to tell everybody a little bit about it? No. I was telling April about it.
2: Well, um, hmm. okay, Demon Eye is a drink, first of all, that you uh, hmm, put together by very um, a natural means. I don't know. Um, he, well, all right, the lead guy, Decker Collins, gathers his shit from a brothel. So you can imagine what you collect in a brothel. <laughs> Yeah. So there's all kinds of nasty things, Um, you know, any from anywhere from dander to semen mixes it into his whiskey and he knows how to gun down that demon because he can see through their eyes. And there you go.
0: (laughs) Now, when I got to the end, like the last two pages, when uh, Decker and Cedric Mm. were getting ready to fight, Mm. I really thought that the twist was going to be that Decker was a demon the whole time, but he didn't know it. And that was why Deborah kind of like sold him out.
2: Part two. There's a part two.
0: Okay. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> you got it. I think you have dwelling, right? You
2: have dwelling. Yeah. Dwelling. It, part two is in there.
0: Okay. Demon then I do. Two. Yeah. Okay. Then well, then I, I will get there. my ass on there
2: reading I, I, that real quick. I'm hoping this thing sells so I can have an issue too, but see, you know what? I'm so proud of that freaking thing.
0: It was really good. I <laughs> like it's it. It's very well done. Uh
2: huh. The artist is, she's amazing. Little son. Um, she's uh, Vietnamese, sorry, I always say Korean, and she's gonna be so mad at me, but uh, Vietnamese, she's just amazing at everything she does, and I I love that I have this anime comic. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it's just like a dream come true.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. Decker, is he kind of based after you?
2: mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can tell. Kind of. Kind of. He's an old character, and Cedric is also an old character from another story, which you'll You'll see in Dwelling in the Dark, uh-huh. they show up in another story. Okay. Completely different story. Okay. Yep.
0: Yes. Well, I really enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. But um, where, where do I tell them to go? <laughs> I don't know. You send me I mean, the link. Hold there. on. Um, I'll, I'll find the
2: link. Oh, um, yes.
0: IndiePlanet.com. That's it.
2: Yes. And www.BurningBoldPolishing.com. Help a brother out.
0: But now... So, you were going to talk about John. Oh,
2: God. Yeah.
0: Shout out, John Towers. The end of
2: an era. Red Horse Radio is over, but that's where it all started. So, um, what are you going to do? I mean, he he approached me at work one day when I was really, really pissed off. And he's just like, you're so angry, man. You need to, like, do this thing. And he, he said he just sat and talked to himself in the dark. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And it got me out of this place that I was. I had nine listeners, <laughs> and it was cool. Nine became 20, 20 became 30, and then whatever. But John set me up with Red Horse Radio, and um, it was the best thing, cathartic. It was the best thing ever. You tell me.
0: I, like, You're you're, you're right. It's like... The creative things that you can't do in your day job, you know, that pays the bills, you just put it into something else. Mm-hmm. And then like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I just get like random ideas when I'm getting high, when I'm working out, when I'm just laying in bed watching TV or when I'm listening to other podcasts, when I'm on Facebook and I just get like so excited and it's fun getting excited about something again. Yes. Yes.
2: Absolutely. And I found you. I mean, yeah. you, you, well, you found me. You yeah. came over after, you know,
1: <laughs>
2: after, <laughs> after ape cakes fell on our board.
0: cakes, yep.
2: <laughs> and then you came over. I was like, mm, come on and talk. I, I forget how it happened. I was just like, get over here. Or, what, what?
0: You wanted to talk to April on the, you wanted to do a podcast oh, she and, get that yes. on, and yes. I, you wouldn't yes. do it yes. Yes. and she was like yes. no martice you do you've done radio before and i was like and this isn't did. my thing so i wrote out you know stuff for her and then that's when you were like hey come jump on i was sitting
1: at the picnic table and <laughs> any, anybody and everybody who knows martice knows how incredibly persistent she is persistent slash pushy. Um, just very persistent, and she said, "You're gonna do this," and I said, "No, no, you really did no, too. I'm not doing you really, this." You fought it the whole way. I did, and I'll never forget. I was sitting over at the picnic table, um, and she wrote out a little script for me, and she slapped it on the table and said, "Here you go. Get your ass over to the tent in 15 that. minutes," and that was that. <laughs> And I did it, and I'm glad that I did it. I loved it after I did it. I don't know what I was so
0: afraid of. I know. It, it was fantastic. And if you listen to yourself then and then listen to yourself now, yes. it's like there's no, there's nothing to be you know nervous now. about. You just sit down and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, and you did it. And you were a natural. Thank you. And it was fantastic. I was like, hmm. We have room for another show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And which was crazy because about six months before, I was like, you know, I'm never going to get back into radio. I'm going to have to figure out a way to do something for myself. And that's when I started looking into podcasts and what I would need to do for, you know, studio time and all the costs behind everything. And then you were like, "Nope, you get a computer, you get a little microphone, that's it. There you go. That's that all you need. That program right there. Yep. And you were like, right the there. program's Let's free. Go. Let me show you where to go. And I was like,
2: what? And somehow your production is better than mine. I've been doing it for eight, nine years. Oh, my God. yeah, Great show. Uh, pop-off, how many episodes?
0: Um, oh, my goodness.
2: And how do we find you?
0: Yes, I'm on iTunes, uh, the pop-off with Martise. Or, of course, on society13.com, society-13.com, where you can find all of the best podcasts that are out there. It's a badass website. It is. And it really Dan, is.
2: Dan. Dan Foytet. Yes. And he put that all together.
0: Dan, the man. He is, yeah, yeah. He's, he's amazing.
2: Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, hmm. What else were you we going to talk Oh, God. You had some... You go for the hardcore topics. Yeah. Yeah. I was already so soft core. We just go music artists blah blah blah. So
0: speaking of kettle whistle radio, tell us tell my listeners a little bit about it.
2: Music, horror, comics, sci fi, geeks, things. Me and Taddy started it. Actually, Heather named it. Um, she started the whole thing, and uh, God, she was my first guest, and the rest is history. But yeah, it's all it just we talk about mostly music. And we've been getting some great fucking bands lately. Um, a big band. Oh, actually, I should talk about this. Yes. Electronic Saviors, this is Jim Simonic, and this is his fourth anthology of 100 bands, 100 songs, and everything goes towards cancer research. And I actually, mm, I left my phone in the car, but uh, th- yeah, I'm going to get that website.
0: Okay, the, I'll, <laughs> I'll put it in the uh, description. Next. Yeah, we'll
2: have to do that. We'll have to do that. But yeah, that, I mean, it's all about that. I mean, but we started with music bands. And uh, we're actually, we're going to a show this week, I wish you guys could go, um, called Magnet School. And they're just like post-grunge, amazing band. Wednesday, Ju- uh, June 4th. I don't know when this is going to air. I said July 4th. I meant July 3rd. I don't know. When is this going to air? When is this going to air? Let me
0: see here. <laughs>
2: it's actually July. F- mm, yeah, I don't know. Oh, wait
0: a second. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, Wednesday Next is Wednesday. the show?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, actually, this is going to air July
2: 5th. Oh, good. Well, come out to uh, Black Forge Coffee House. Oh, my
0: God.
1: That place. You know this place? We we had them. I believe that they were actually a vendor. Or if they weren't a vendor, yeah. I know that we wanted to get them as a vendor uh, for the festival. Really? Yeah. This coffee is supposed to be like amazing the place Absolutely. is supposed to be amazing, amazing. too.
2: Yeah. But yeah, that's uh this Wednesday mm, <laughs> the date again. July the fifth. July no, the July, 5th. The 6th. July the sixth. <laughs> July the sixth. July <laughs> the sixth. July the sixth. But yeah, we, we we just wing it. I mean it's always been that way and bands contact me and now. Twitter's been amazing at Fairly Dark. And um it's it's I love finding new music. That's my thing. That's why I did this. So I can find new music. So that's awesome. Yeah. And it's hard to find now because it's not on the radio
0: anymore. Uh -uh. Radio
2: sucks. Oh, it's
0: terrible. I I used to do radio. And everything now is all the same. It's all out of either New York or L.A. And you don't get, you know, your local DJs and Mm. people talking about local stuff, which is kind of what I wanted to do. Um, When I went to college, I went to school for journalism. And I look so at funny. the people who do the news now, Ugh. and I'm like, they're Ugh. such fucking assholes. Ugh. I'm like, they don't report the facts. They news report readers. what they can sell. They're all bullshit. They're all under the same six companies that control everything.
2: Pretty faced with a script.
0: Exactly. And that's it. They don't, there are a few people who I still consider journalists, which would be uh, Barbara Walters and, um, um, shit, what's her name? Snyder. Oh. Snyder.
2: Of course, there's one that you definitely don't.
0: I know. Oh, we're going to talk about that <laughs> stupid bitch. <laughs> Shit, what's her name? Maybe it's not Snyder. Uh. Joan. Uh, no. No, it'll I, come again. I got nothing. <laughs> Blonde hair. Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. What the fuck did Wait, I say? Who Snyder? Snyder. Snyder Sawyer. Joan Diane. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. She might be the last. Y- yeah.
2: She might be
0: the last. So, anyways, so speaking of uh, journalists and shit like that, Wendy fucking Bell. Okay, so. Left turn. Left turn. Since we're talking about local stuff. Oh, she's got a script. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I, I, I printed that. this stuff out because I, I want to make sure that I <laughs> tell people. Okay. <laughs> so if, if you don't know the story. You're so mad about this. I am. I am. And I get so fucking pissed off. But And this is my outlet. I love it. Okay. Exactly. So um, if you're from western Pennsylvania, you probably know about the shooting that happened in March in Wilkinsburg where six people died. It was a drive-by shooting. Okay. So the um, the police had never released a description of any of the shooters, anything like that. Nothing. So Wendy Bell mm-hmm. went on to her WTAE Facebook page and wrote this.
2: Oh God. She wrote a diatribe.
0: Oh yeah. Oh you know, I'm just gonna read the Did she bury
2: uh, herself? Yeah, she did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: The demeanor has just changed in the room.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. uh, I mean, she said a whole lot more, but this is the the gist of it. Uh, You needn't be a criminal profiler to draw a mental sketch of the killers who broke so many hearts two weeks ago Wednesday. I will tell you they live within five miles of Franklin Avenue and Ardmore Boulevard and have been hiding out since in a home likely much closer to that backyard patio than anyone thinks. They are young black men, likely teens, or in their early 20s. They have multiple sib- siblings from multiple fathers, and their mothers work multiple jobs. These boys have been in the system before. They've grown up there, they know the police, they've been arrested. Well, if the bitch isn't a criminal profiler, and they haven't released anything, where the fuck does she get off saying about anything about who the, who, who the killers are? Mm. So she got fired because she said... You know, she basically profiled who the killers were. Absolutely. Now, if she would have done it on her own page as herself, as just a regular person, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal because everybody has the right to their own opinion, whether it's a shitty opinion or not. <laughs> so anyways, so now this dumb cunt is, yes, we use the C word too. DC. Yeah. She is suing WTAE for racial discrimination. Now, as a, even though I'm Italian, I'm usually lumped in as white. This offends Uh, me. Right, exactly. And I generally don't like say, I, I don't say that I'm white. I say I'm Italian. But how the fuck can you sue for racial discrimination like that? Like, does she think that people are going to like her? Or that if she gets her job back, that people are going to have any respect for her? I
1: don't understand how she can sue oh, oh, for oh. the dumb
0: comments that she made. Oh, okay, wait. This is She's what her attorney said. That. Yes, you're going
1: to get yeah. fired
2: over this that. This is what her attorney yeah. said. You are correct.
0: Okay. Um, it says in the lawsuit, had Ms. Bell written the same comments about white criminal suspects, or had her race not have been white, She would they would not have been they basically wouldn't have fired her, much less disciplined her. But I don't think that if they would have been black or if they weren't black, she would have said. They're white kids from this neighborhood and they have uh, multiple siblings from multiple different fathers. Like she wouldn't have said she wouldn't have stereotyped white people like that. She wouldn't have jumped to the conclusion about white people like she did about black people. So I would say that I'm not gonna watch WTAE anymore, but I don't yeah, fucking watch the news like that anyways I, because who who, who does who watches exactly who watches, watches channel four? It's w, all biased. Yeah. I'm a channel 11
1: girl. Five eleven. Yep.
2: Yep, that's where I go. The picks. I, I love it. Yeah, and they they're kind of yeah you know, they they get a little uh, what do you want to call it um, sensational, but yeah, it's all about right, exactly, it's but, all about ratings exactly, but ratings. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But yeah, man. Um. Why? Why? Why would she? She should be embarrassed. <sighs> so Absolutely. she's just like another dumb newsreader?
0: I think so. I think mm. so. And that, and and they're like, oh, she got so many Emmys, and it's like, so what? Doesn't make her any less of a shitty person. Hmm. Mm. I liked her too. I had no I used to with her before that. Yeah. And now, like, but, wow. shut your mouth. Mm. And people keep talking about. Oh, the First Amendment, and, and know what you're talking about, because if you are acting as your job, and you are speaking as a job, your job has the right to fire you. Mm, yeah. If I go on yeah. as my job, on my job's Facebook page, and start talking shit about politics or anything like that, I would be fired. Yep. Bottom line. Yep. Right. Yep. It
1: doesn't take a right. Is that is not your freedom of speech
0: out. to speak. About speak as a company, and now in the
2: days of Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. and all—I mean, all this mass media—you're putting yourself out there. Uh, get ready for the uh,
0: it, for the backlash, right? Because you're going to get it.
2: Because you're going to get it. It's not, yeah, you're going to you're going to pay. It's a shame too that we can't speak how you feel without it coming back at you, right? That's changed in your time.
0: Oh, absolutely, because you know you could say one thing and. Be like, oh, shit, I, I didn't mean that. Or, you know, I was mad. But it's like... I once had a bad you, day. I, I got sciatica, my God. <laughs> once you put that on the internet, or, like, even in a text message, and somebody screenshots that, it's there forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I always say I would never send something in a text message that I either wouldn't say to somebody's face, or I wouldn't let everybody right. else know, because... You just never know who you can trust. It's coming right back. And I would never put anything. My rule with Facebook because my my mom is on Facebook is if I would be embarrassed for my mom to see it, I wouldn't put it on Facebook, which goes to show a lot that I'm not you embarrassed about my mom.
2: That's an interesting topic because I brought that up with um, actually a few artists and authors and writers and like um, my grandparents are all gone now and I'm like. I write stuff that's really fucking out there. I, if you read ribbons, you'll understand. But um, would I have written that while my grandparents were still alive? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, would they be ashamed? Like, oh, my God, he's fucking gross. What the hell? You know, like, what's wrong with you? Gloria, what's wrong with your son?
0: You know, just <laughs> like,
2: hey, I, I think now that they're not around, I have less inhibitions with what I do.
0: But, you, but you're also an adult, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's kind of that. The jury's out on that one. <laughs> um, like, I remember when I was first going to start the podcast and me mm-hmm. and my dad were out to breakfast one day and oh. I was like, mm-hmm. dad, I said, there's going to be some episodes where I'm going to ask you not to listen because you're not going to like what you hear. Good for you. So I'm just telling you up front. And he's like, well, I mean, do you? And I was like, look, I said, this is something that I can do. That's totally me. And I want to. I want it to be me. You know. So like, you know, when I talk, when we talk about sex no, and stuff back, like that. Just go, yeah, I mean, just I don't want my dad to hear it, but you know, <laughs> everybody else, I guess. You know, I'm. It's not something that I'm embarrassed about, but it's not something that you're like. So, Dad, my favorite position is, you know, and we like to do it like this. I'd be happy
2: to know I I did not listen to that episode.
0: Why? It's so much fun. Oh, my God, those are the best ones.
2: Because I don't want to think of you that way.
0: Oh, well, okay. Well, thank you. My man will appreciate that. I'm so going to listen to it tonight. (laughs) All right, well, I'm getting beers real quick. Beers? Sure. Okay, I'm getting the ones that I've stuck in the freezer because it's fucking hot. (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. Ugh. Oh, so April. Yes. Let's talk about you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about where 8cakes came from.
2: Um. Well, <laughs> I just said it one day uh, in an email, right? Yeah. But it comes <laughs> from uh, a stupid show called Greg the Bunny. Do you remember Greg the Bunny? I don't think so. No, you don't. There was a gorilla on there and um, Greg would refer to him as eight
0: cakes.
2: <laughs> and there you have it. Alright. Yeah. So there
1: is a background. There on is an
2: origin to eight, eight
1: cake Societies rise and societies fall.
0: When the time comes,
1: one society steps forward to build a better future.
0: The Wicked Library,
1: Kettle Whistle Radio, Night Story Podcast, Prog Watch, Red Horse Radio, The
2: Lift, History Goes Bumble, Listen,
1: The M Writing Podcast, Society 13, Rebuilding Society, One Podcast at a Time. So, um, my dad had hernia surgery uh, the day before yesterday, and my dad, as you all have heard me talk about him, he's a he's a pretty uh, serious man, um, you know. And and so, the surgery went great. Uh, they removed what I like to call his little buddy because he had it for like five years. Um, and I, I walked into the room and asked him, you know, if he felt lighter, and yeah, you know, I'm feeling pretty good right now. And so the doctor came in and um he wanted to tell us you know about like any restrictions he might have whatever and he said mr hurley he said i I want you to know you know you're you have no dietary restrictions no driving restrictions drive whenever you feel okay um he said the only thing is you can't lift anything heavy preferably nothing over five pounds and you know my dad's nodding uh listening to him and everything and and the doctor said do you have any do you have any questions and my dad said yeah he said uh how am I supposed to pee yeah well you said I can't lift anything heavy so how am I supposed to go to the bathroom and I'm like oh my god this is not Is this happening right now and like everybody in the room it it was like shock and then we all just died (laughs) laughing you know I mean he he just so uh anyway then um he he goes. I think he was actually upset that the hospital wasn't gonna keep him overnight because he was like, well, I thought for sure they'd keep me." He, he said it like three times. I was like, "Dad, did you want them to keep you overnight?" <laughs> like, you know. Um, but uh, the nurse came in and said, "You know, don't be in any hurry to leave. You know, you leave when you're ready to leave." Um, and he said, "Okay." He said, "Well, I'd like to shit." Uh, you know, before I get dressed, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, okay. <laughs> so she said, well, do you have to go now? And he said, no, but I, I, I could urinate. He doesn't say pee. He says urinate. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he says shit and urinate. Shit and urinate. I, yeah. shit <laughs> and urinate. So straight
0: to the point.
1: <laughs> so the nurse, he was a little shaky getting up, you know, and and um, so the nurse was like helping him up, and she said. Mr. Hurley, you're you're a little you're a little shaky, so do you want to sit down? And my dad looked at her and and just as serious as a heart attack, he said, No, I, I don't squat to pee. <laughs> like, dad, we know that, but you're having a hard time standing. Maybe it was right five-pound dick that was making that, mom <laughs> struggle to walk.
0: <laughs> oh my god. And
2: that was a very special pop-off Martisse.
0: <laughs> Oh, daddy. <laughs> oh,
1: dad. Oh, man. Yeah. No, ma'am. I don't squat to
0: pee. So yeah. so, so I can sneak, sneak liquor into just about anywhere. We've discovered this. Okay. So me and my ex used to do this when we would go to Steeler Games. This is the easiest way to do it. You get... Um, Listerine bottles to go ones. April is shaking her head right now. I'm telling <laughs> you. I'm telling you. This was my downfall. So you get these, the flat Listerine bottles, dump them out, clean them out, and you put whatever kind of liquor that you're going to be drinking. Mm. Now, for girls. I've been to Steeler Games. Okay. For girls, you stick it in between your boobs because it's not going to set off the metal detectors and they're not going to touch you there. Hmm. For guys, you stick it in your crotch. Mm-hmm. Again, not going to set off the metal detectors and, and not going to touch you there. Mm-hmm. So that's how we figured out. That's how I figured out to sneak in liquor. Everywhere. That's how I was seeing
1: like 10 of every one person by the oh, end of the God. night. Like I didn't even know my own name.
0: So <laughs> yeah. So, so so we're at the Motley Crue concert. And it's me, her, her husband, and his son. It was his very first concert. So we go oh, no. and we snuck it in. He drives. Yes. And we're passing it back and forth. Well, I'm doing like sip, sip, and she's doing like chug, chug. Yeah. Oh,
1: bad Yeah,
0: news. it was bad. So, yeah, we ended up having to leave early.
1: <gasps> yeah, it was puky, bad. Puky. No, no, I actually did not get sick, but I couldn't stand up. <laughs> I just couldn't stand up. Like, I just felt like I just, everything was just moving. So what, the was, the, was, what moving. was the last everything song was you remember? I, I could not tell
0: you. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even <laughs> I remember. Honestly, I, I, I have. I will tired, say, though, I was happy that we had just seen them like the year before. So right. So that, that made it okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, I was like, okay. okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, when you start at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I know. Ooh. On an empty oh, stomach. Oh, that's not good. Mm. Yeah.
2: Been there. Mm.
1: Yeah, I should have known better, but I Mm. didn't. And, it I mean, it makes for a great story. It does make for a great
2: story. And there you have it. This is actually a Kettle Whistle Radio story. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm
1: just
0: saying. Shout out to Kettle Whistle Radio. (laughs) Um, I will say they had drinks there. They were mixed drinks. And they were probably about a foot high. The guitars. For like $14. And they were totally worth it. They were totally worth it, because I, like, I wouldn't buy a beer there or anything. Cause the I, Southern Comfort in the Listerine bottle was not worth it. <laughs> it was worth it for me.
1: Because, again, sip, sip. Chug, chug. of like puff, puff. Yes. Yes. puff, chug, puff, puff.
0: Yes, no, it was <laughs> sip, sip, chug, chug. So that's a fun Pittsburgh story. Yes. I have another fun Pittsburgh story.
2: Was that stage A?
0: We no, no, it's uh, Starlake. Yeah. It will always be oh, Starlake to me. What's oh, the called yeah, yeah. now? I
2: know!
1: It was first always Starlake. Pavilion.
0: pavilion. What is it? First Niagara. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Post-Gazette. Shut up. Or, oh, my God, yeah. Which one is it? First Niagara. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, whatever. Starlake. I, I don't know. Starlake Lake yeah. the theater. I don't my care. Best, it's still Starlake. My best
2: memories were at first... Well, fucking Starlake.
0: That's my favorite place to go see concerts because I just love the lawn yes like people oh my god i have another fucking amazing story which your husband was there down that lawn many 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 i was
1: loving that lawn the last concert i was at just Mm. loving the lawn i didn't i didn't want to get up i just i
0: just wanted to be there because mud
2: and tears
0: oh when you and sean first started dating and me and jay first started dating okay so it was me sean brian ashley johnny johnny and i think that was it I have pictures on Facebook all about it. Yeah. Okay. So we go, and we're all hammered, and we're we're on the lawn, and it's dark. Are you sure? Yes. (laughs) And I feel this, like, sprinkle on my leg. I wasn't there. And I'm (laughs) like, what the fuck is that? And I turn around, and there's this dude pissing. Now... I wouldn't have cared do if he was do pissed piss at, on that fucking. And, wall. Okay, the, the, here's the thing: if I was a guy, I probably would have too. But piss <laughs> in the fucking grass, not on the the um the fucking concrete where it's gonna splash everywhere. So then I had I turned around and I was so pissed off and I wanted to say something. Yeah,
2: you're pissed off. I, yes, I was
0: pissed on and pissed off. Rocks. I wanted to turn around and say something, but this guy was with four other guys, and I was just with two guys. And the guy was, I'm assuming, drunk. So then, if I would have said something, I'm like, what if he says something to me? And then the two no, guys that I'm with are no, like, two guys you, you can't talk to her like actually that. Actually, felt
2: bad for him and said, let him pee,
0: just let him pee in peace. You know, so <laughs> so happened. then I'm like, I didn't want to start a fight, so I turn around and I'm like, son of a bitch. So then I take my five dollar <laughs> fucking bottle of water oh, no. and, and pour it on my leg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but again, hey, if I had a dick, I'd piss in the grass too. Anti venom. <laughs> oh, I was so mad.
2: Oh my God! So mad. No, it it, it happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Oh. Oh. <laughs> April's. Ew. More Pittsburgh oh. news. Oh God. April's not gonna be get happy about this it yet. because because April's not a Steelers fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. She's not.
1: Wait, who do you like? I was very happy that the Cavs won the championship the other night.
0: That means she's a Browns fan. <laughs> oh, I'm friends with boy. her anyway. Like right on the border. Out of <laughs> pity. Oh. So whatever it's okay. she loves me. You know she what? Loves I, me. Don't let her worse. bullshit. It you. could be worse. She could be a Patriots fan. That's right. She could be a Ravens fan. Yeah, there is no. Because no we boss. talk so much shit about Tom too. Brady. Because fuck Tom Brady, I fucking hate him. He's a piece of shit. He is a fucking piece of shit. I, I don't <laughs> like him at
1: all. I and our that. our relationship makes sense. It makes even more sense. You're a Pittsburgh <laughs> fan. I'm a Cleveland fan. We're supposed to be. You know exactly. exactly. It's, it's, it's a wonderful dynamic to our relationship. I, yeah. it
0: balances us out. You're right. You're right. You're, see? You're, you're both chemically imbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're 100% right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys know uh, ESPN, the body issue. Mm-hmm. The yes. one where they're all naked.
2: I'll be happy to say I do not know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know, <laughs> know
0: what I'm talking about? They get all these athletes, and they do, like, athletic poses, but they're naked. Mm-hmm. And you don't, like, see anything, but you get to see, you know, like, the muscle tone and, you know, like the shape of their body, you know, and stuff like that. They yeah. do it every year. So.
2: Is it ballerific?
0: It is I like ballerific. <laughs> <laughs> so gonna, no, because I fucking hate balls. We've discussed that many, many times. Yeah, you, I fucking yeah, hate yeah, balls. Yeah, I heard that show. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Antonio Brown is going to be in The Body Issue, which I'm very excited about. Antonio Brown from Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh yeah. This is the list of all the people that are going to be in it, I which I thought was kind of cool because you try to see your, your script. Okay. Uh, let's see. I was also looking at the girls because, um,
2: are they cute?
0: Well, I, I, I was looking at because a lot of them I didn't know. There's, um, this one girl who she has, um, she's a Paralympic. She has one foot and one leg, which I thought was you know going to be pretty awesome. Um, there's a female wrestler is going to be on there. Conor McGregor is going to be on there. Greg Louganis. Remember him? The yes, diver? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Yep. He's, going to, he's got to be. Yes. South Park destroyed old? him. <laughs> South Park destroys everybody. And <laughs> but that was one
2: of the better destructions.
0: Uh, no. South Park destroyed Tom Cruise. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. And Scientology.
2: Just, oh, my God. All right.
0: Best episode ever. <laughs> Especially make, when they, they put in the parentheses. Off. They yeah. actually believe this. Uh I
2: kill off chef like 10 times over.
0: Well, and you know what, you know why? Because fuck chef, because he had no problem making fun of everybody else. Agreed. So, and, and that's why I never had a problem when they, you know, joked about Christianity. If you're going to joke about Judaism and um, Islam and Scientology, you can make fun of everybody. So, and they did. That's why it was, that's why I don't have a problem with it. So sorry, chef, but fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see, Dwayne Wade is going to be uh, in the uh, body issue. His
2: name runs.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Dungey, who does motocross. That was an, another name that I recognized. But anyways, who fucking cares about that? Antonio Brown. That's what I'm excited about. So, a little bit more uh, Pittsburgh local news. All right. Yay, Antonio <laughs> Brown. I love him. I love his smile. He's so cute. How about them pins? Uh, Oh, I know. How about I would
1: like to steal your neighbor? I really, really wish I had your neighbor. I really the one that plays the tuba every time. Oh my God!
2: You heard that? He's
1: amazing. All right,
2: we we need to recap that. I want a neighbor like that every time the Penguins score during the playoffs. A dude would honk a tuba as loud as possible. It was could. awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I just can't believe you guys got to hear
1: that. It was the, it was the most fantastic <laughs> uh-huh. thing. It was great. I love it. I love your neighbor. It was, <laughs> it was, was like amazing. Really and the first we were kind of like, neighbor. what is that?
2: Yeah, it's a tuba.
1: Yeah, we're like, oh okay. And how long has he been doing that?
2: Um, this year was new. I think it's got to be a kid from Bethel Park. I have no idea. Gosh, but he should he
1: should oh. literally like he should never
0: stop that. Ever. No, that's awesome. I,
2: I, I agree. It's so funny. It's just so funny. I love it. I love it. Exuberance. What are you gonna do? <laughs>
0: oh my god. We are running your show dry. That's all right. Um, <laughs> one last topic that I have. Oh good. So, uh, is it juicy? I think it is. Yeah. It's pretty interesting too. Um, Jordan Brown. Speaking of local news. So if you're not from Western Pennsylvania, you may or may not have heard of. I'm not. You may or may not have heard of the Jordan Brown story. Um, about, what was it, seven years ago, um, he was 11 years old and he was oh, accused Oh, this is of, fucked up. Yeah. This is fucked up. He was accused of killing his soon to be stepmother. There he is now. <laughs> his soon to be stepmother, um, who was eight months pregnant at the time.
2: I like being a pregnant. <laughs>
0: so um he's at he and he was just released within the last week or so um now Uh, there was so let me know what you think
2: uh, i think dad could have set him up okay what do you think
0: well there's been this blog that has been released which i'm going to contact the writer of the blog because you scare me i know because that's who, you you know, it said to, uh, to call this number for media, which I guess I could be considered media. So I want, I want to sit down you, and talk to someone. Yeah, fuck yeah. So here's some of the stuff that I have read. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But this is the information that has supposedly not been released. Her ex um, found out two weeks before she was killed that... The child that he was helping raise and paying child support for was not his. She had had two PFAs out on him. Um, There were supposedly multiple text messages threatening to kill her or threatening to have her killed. Which were, from what I understand, sent to the police, and the police had that. He... Lived in Florida, but was home at the time. And they even released how much money he made. So they're saying that he could have had the means and they never questioned him. Supposedly, also, um, they said that, you know, Jordan had um, gunshot residue on him, which they said he only had two particles. Which he admitted to, this is Western Pennsylvania, he was a, a hunter. At 11 years old, that's not very uncommon. Um, so, he admitted to, you know, hunting a few days before. Um, and that was why it was on him, or maybe it was the day before. Um, also, what is out there is that the gunshot wound doesn't match his gun. Shit. Oh, I know. So I'm trying to get a hold of this person who wrote the blog to see if I could see where he got this information, see if there's any validation behind the information or if it's just kind of, you know, talk. April, her face. I know, your face face is is like... saying it a whole right now. Right. Wow.
1: It's just, it's such a shame because to me regardless of you know what happened how it happened who did it um I don't I don't know how I feel about it I just I don't I don't really have a stance on it I don't know how I feel about it it's just that this boy who is now what 17 18 he's years old, 18. old. Yeah. When he's 18 okay he gets another shot you know, he's going to, to move and change his name, he gets to go to college, and you know, Kenzie and the baby mm. don't. Right.
0: But that's it.
1: You know, they're they're like they don't get another shot.
0: And they and, and they've released his name and where he's gonna be living and what college he's gonna be going to, which I kind of feel bad for him because what if he didn't do it? That's what I think, because personally You can't trust the system anymore, and that's what's Mm -hmm. terrible. That's so terrible. So,
1: I don't... It's like the only people who know what happened are the people that were there. Right. You know, the rest of us are just... Everybody else just is mm -hmm. going on what they're hearing or, you know...
0: So, and you know, will anybody ever know? And I don't have all the information, which is why I would try... I would like to try and get it, but... I feel like, because they said that after he, he supposedly did it, he got on the school bus and went to school at 11 years old. Now, for exactly, I see that look on your face, Dave. You're kind of yeah. like, how the fuck do you do that? No. For me, my thinking would be, at 11 years old, how do you have the mindset to do that? And if you do have the mindset to do that, you're a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Which is... known a, a
2: few. I've known a few.
0: Right. So... At 11 years old, you could have the capability of doing that. But if he's been in this home, I feel like they would have been able to diagnose him as a sociopath.
2: Hmm.
0: Possibly. So, again, I would like to try and talk to somebody to get that information. So if anybody is listening to this who has that information that would like to talk to me, you don't. You can stay anonymous. I would be fine with that. Um you can message me on Facebook, The Pop-Off with Martisse. My email, M at gmail.com. That's M-A-R-T-I-S-S-E at gmail.com and at M on Twitter. So I just don't think that all the information is out there. And it's sad because, you know, and like he'll never have a normal life. But, of course, I feel so bad for her family because they never they'll, – they'll never know – what she could have become and then her other kids are left without a mother i mean it's just sad all around
1: yes it's a horrible horrible situation and and that's that's the thing too is that the kids yeah you know the kids that are left behind and and just the family that's left behind um you know and like i said you know will they ever have closure you know, will they ever really, truly no, have closure? No, I don't think they no. will. You know, and that's, that's it's heartbreaking. It's mm-hmm. just very heartbreaking. It's a legacy. It's right. Awesome.
2: That's what they have.
0: Yeah.
2: Oof. Monstrous. And let, let me know that your cat just knocked my glasses off. It
0: he knocks everything over with his tail. Like, his tail is just uncontrollable. Was that on purpose? No, he just, <laughs> he, he'll, he'll just walk past. He'll knock the ashtray over. Uh, cigarettes, a lighter. Which kills me. How is this tail strong enough to like?
1: move? I mean, I, I don't know. Not, you know, but I don't know. Here he comes again. <laughs> I love him. He is beautiful. He's my best friend. I am a pussy her, in right? this
0: house. Yeah, but this is me <laughs> liking
2: a cat. Okay, I'm allergic to them. They will kill me ultimately. But I said
0: we could go outside if if, if it was bothering you.
2: Cats are pretty freaking cool. Thanks. Tuxedo tabby. No? Uh,
0: (laughs) I guess, yeah. Yeah, he is. (laughs) He's such a loving little fucker, too. So anyways, so that's all that I have to talk about. Do you guys have anything else to talk about? I
2: should probably plug something at some point. Yeah. Uh, www.fairlydarkproductions.com for everything Kettle Whistle Radio and books and comics, if you're interested.
0: Tell me where, I know that you said that, um, who came up with the name kettle whistle radio and what does it mean it's a jane's addiction song oh okay yeah yeah it's a kef- yeah uh, we oh god i met
2: heather at a at steel city comic con with john me and john were selling our first comics wzwa and um she was two rows down and i was just like i know that girl from somewhere i couldn't figure it out and eventually, like, oh, well, she's on that show, Paranormal State. We started talking. She came
0: over. She was on Paranormal State, like the Penn State one? Yes. Yep. I her. watched, I'm pretty sure, every episode. That's her.
2: Yeah. So we here. started doing uh, Red Horse Radio, and then we started doing our own Kettle Whistle Radio. She came up with the name, and boom. And the rest is history. And it was the first show after Red Horse Radio, and then the Wicked Library with Mr. Nelson. And, um, now you're there. Now,
0: yeah. <laughs> now you're there. Oh, yay!
2: No, you guys cannot even... Yeah. Okay, I can only tell this here because I cannot tell it on my show. Okay. All right, so, we're in Disney in Orlando. Oh, I should have said Disney. Oh, wow. Well. In Orlando, in a pool where, you know, mostly adults, after 2 o'clock in the morning, we're just... Drinking, swimming, enjoying it. And <laughs> two, can I say Asian? It's Asian now, right? It's yeah. Like Asian, Asian girls in their 20s get in the pool. One has a bathing suit, the other one forgot hers.
0: Oh. The whole thing?
2: Mm. So, we're in the pool. <laughs> Again, drinking our asses off. We're drunk. It just doesn't. Who point, are you with? Uh, Miss D. Okay. My counterpart in crime. And um, she's trying to tell me something serious, okay? And she's like in my foreground, in my face, talking about something serious about the family. I'm looking over her shoulder. <laughs> and one girl gets out. The next girl gets out. And climbing a ladder. And uh yeah, the black hole <laughs> of the crevasse is in my in my view.
0: Oh my! Well, guys. how are you not supposed to look?
2: Yeah, I, so that, I was like, I didn't say anything, <laughs> but things happened, and we, we were in the pool, so we turned around, and then <clears throat> Miss D saw the forest moons of Endor, meaning girl did not shave at all, it was. Great name
0: uh-huh.
2: she got out of the pool and it was just like hair uh-huh. everywhere and, and and she my miss d looks at me and she's like did you see that yeah i think i saw that did you see that yeah yeah we, we both saw that just like are you fucking kidding me we're in disney and like being implicated in this horrific situation oh, wow. it was hysterical
0: are you allowed to swim naked no. <laughs> it's Disney. Okay, I didn't think so. Just make it sure.
2: No, but the best part is, like, the, the whole time they were in the pool, the two girls, they were just giggling the whole time. And, and when, when two girls are giggling an entire, like, for an hour, something's up. Right. Something's up. And just, like, I, I just could not believe what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and the outcome of that. It was just like, really? This is, I, I oh, well, there you
0: go. I mean, at least for your underwear wow at
1: Disney didn't happen
2: (laughs) it was ridiculous and there was one other dude there one old man who was doing his laundry Uh,
1: whose night was I swear to God
2: (laughs) no 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 he was doing his laundry the laundry room is right by the pool so you can like go swim and do your laundry at the same time and he was just like Looking up at the sky, at the moon. He missed it completely. Uh,
0: Okay, now, was was it the kind of person that you would be like, okay, I don't mind looking at that naked? Or were you like, oh, my goodness, she really needs to put a baby suit on? Somewhere in the middle. Okay. It wasn't good.
2: (laughs) It wasn't good.
0: It was like, what the fuck is happening here? I don't have a problem with topless.
2: But how do you not know? And please don't use a ladder. (laughs) Don't, don't. I kept saying, but,
0: but, but, but the Can't house... you
2: shuffle onto the concrete and get another,
0: <laughs> but think about steps though. Think about taking you to know, like big steps up. Still gonna, it was slow-mo flash everything. It was slow-mo.
1: <sighs>
2: yeah.
0: Now I wonder yeah. if maybe she was not from the United States and maybe they're they just,
2: they couldn't speak. English.
0: Okay. Maybe that's just more common where they're from. Right.
2: That's what I said. I, I, I was like, you know, well, maybe this is how they bathe.
0: Yeah. How they bathe. Uh, I was thinking maybe they just how you swim. Because for as.
2: Dude, they were. Oh, my God. They were giggling the whole time.
0: For as liberal as the United States likes to think that they are when it comes to sex, it's like, no, nope, no. Nope, cover your boobs. No nipples. And it's like, it's a fucking nipple.
2: But I, I also promised you an unsexy story.
0: Oh, yes. Let's hear it. Mm.
2: Well, oh. we love our pool. Okay. This, Like I said, the private pool, nobody goes to it. Well, all of a sudden there's this influx of everybody jumping in our pool, including kids. Oh, God.
0: oh, I fucking hate kids in pools. Well, that's
2: because a kid shit in the kiddie pool. Oh, well. Yeah.
0: That's why I hate kids, kids shit, in pools.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they all influxed into our pool and that was the end of our pool. Yeah, I'm sexy You know
0: where else I hate kids? At weddings Really? Yes Why? You know why? Oh my god One of my friends posted this on Facebook And they're like, oh look at the kids on the dance floor And it's like, you know what I'm sure that the bride and the groom And the wedding party are trying to get shit faced And your fucking kids are in the way Of people trying to dance and have a good fucking time Get them off the fucking dance floor I'm talking little kids, okay? I'm not talking, like, you know, 13 and 14 and sometimes even 12. I'm talking, like, fucking little. Get them off the dance floor so they stop tripping me when I'm fucking drunk. (laughs) When I get married, there will be probably just, like, a few children there because they don't get on my nerves. Like, my nephew, he'll he'll obviously be there. And uh, Jay's son will obviously be there. And maybe my, like, close cousins. But they're still older and not assholes. (laughs) But that's it. Other than that... Get the fuck no, off get the dance the, floor. Get the kids at home and get them off the get fucking the dance fuck floor. Get the fuck off the I, floor. I hate that. When I saw that video, I'm like, seriously? Get them off the fucking get dance floor. It ain't
2: fucking, fucking cute. Disco ball <laughs> falling on their
0: heads. You know what else I can't stand? What? Kids in restaurants. Wow, <laughs> it's all coming out. <laughs> it
2: is. I, I I happen to agree with you on both points.
0: And, and because...
2: Because they're Gross.
0: Not, not even that. Like, it well, it depends on where I'm at. If I'm going out and having, you know, like a nice dinner on like a Friday night or something like that, I expect <laughs> to, <laughs> she's watching. Stop. I, I, I expect it to be, you know, like a Stop. nice dinner. I don't want some kid kicking, you know, the back of the booth, oh, which is why I love oh, smoking oh. sections in restaurants because oh, whether I was smoking or not, there were never kids over there. You don't
1: want you to.
0: No, it's fucking annoying. You know, like this. No. <laughs> Except for my nephew, because he's never annoying, because he's the cutest fucking kid in the world. But that shit we got in trouble for. Exactly. exactly. And now it's just like, oh, they're fine. And it's like, you're at a restaurant where it's like $20 a plate, it's not fine. Go to McDonald's and let them act like that and let them play in the playroom. Uh, that's fine. There. Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. <laughs> I'm waiting for my beer!
2: <laughs> Jeremy Ball Pit.
0: <laughs> so, how long have you been with your wife? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I don't know.
2: Oh, no, no. Uh, that's a long story. 25 years, but 21 married.
1: Holy shit! Mm-hmm. That's long. That's a long yeah. time. Isn't she fucking
2: insane? You don't look that so. awesome. Um, Neither does she, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Artie! <laughs> You big fat ass, come here. Let me love you. She'll love you for that. Let me love you. I love you. Come here. Let's have a little affair like we did the other night on the couch here. Oh my goodness.
0: She She, loves her. Yeah.
1: Let me rub your belly. You want it? That's April talking talking about the cat. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Really
2: important that you know this.
0: April is stroking the pussy (laughs) on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty, kitty, I love you. I do. So you guys have been together 25 years. How'd you meet?
2: SRU, right down the road. Um, hmm. College. Uh, I threatened to kill her boyfriend, and then, <laughs> Was it for good reason? Yeah. All right then. But um, well, it, it gets deeper than that. But um, no, I just I stole her from her boyfriend. <laughs> All
0: right, good job. Fuck. Obviously, it was worth it. It was a it good seal, Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I good deal, dude.
1: 25 years says it was a good seal. Yes. I hope so.
0: <laughs>
2: She's kind of like, oh, God.
0: She's like, it's been 25 Why? years.
2: <laughs> Why am I still with him? <sighs> no, but the dude she was with was fucking piece of shit, so. On the radio.
0: Kicked his ass to the curb.
2: It gets a little more interesting than that, but I can't tell that here.
0: Implicating, oh. implicating. Implicating yourself? Yes. Okay, we won't, say sure. we, we, won't, we won't say that then. That's cool. You can tell us where you hid the body later. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that. I'll tell you after this. Yes, I did. <laughs> and you can find all of our podcasts on www.society-13.com. And especially mine, The pop Off with Martise, also on iTunes. Yay! And thank you, Dave, for making the trek down to Newcastle. It's quite the trek. I know. I hope the beer was cold enough. For oh, the beer is cold. In my hot ah, house. Ah, ah,
2: ah. Oh, who cares?
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Pop Off with Martise and April and Dave today. Later. Later.
2: ElectroCast. Transform your influence. ElectroCast.
1: Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time